Dub bears. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Dub bears. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody, calm down. Welcome in, everyone, to episode 97 of the Barely Educated Podcast. What? An episode that will live in infamy. No, a day to celebrate. We're here to talk about Texans, Colts. We're here to talk (laughs) about the Chicago Bears being on the clock. As always, I am joined by Chris Teichler. You should probably by now know my name is Mark Jansen. Chris, I don't think I need to ask, but how are you? Uh, I'm good. It uh, it worked. It worked. It happened. It happened. It happened. Have you ever been happier with a Bears loss? No, never, never. Have you ever rooted harder during the game for a Bears loss, you or know, cared less about what's actually yeah, happening? Yeah, ca- cared less. That's a good way to look at it. Care less because I was happy to see the Ve- the Valus Jones touchdown. And to see Cole come, oh, his touchdown was—he just fought and fought. So I was Cole glad a to keeper. see. That's the guy they yes. should extend right now out of that yes. batch of players. Isn't yeah. that weird? Who would have thought that coming into the season? Yeah, absolutely. So I was glad to see those things, but I never felt like, oh, they're going to screw this up and win. No, nah, no, that was it, not an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's not much to say about that game that you didn't just say. Right. Great couple plays by two players that matter moving forward. All the people on Twitter who think they're going to cut Bayless Jones, you're all morons. Nobody cuts a third-round pick two years in or after their first year. Now, you might cut him if he stinks next year. There's no way he's getting cut. You saw the flash of athleticism. That's why they Mm -hmm. drafted him. Again, drafting him, bad process, but now he's a bear. Let's hope he plays well. Uh, Yeah, that's about it as far as the game. I mean, there's nothing much else. Who cares about the QBs? Half the defense is guys that aren't even going to be on the roster, let alone starting. It's it's a big nothing burger as far as a football game goes for the Bears um, in terms of trying to analyze it and, and all the media guys that have to do that, you know, for once my heart goes out to you, please talk about the future instead on your radio bits and try to do it with half a brain because the Bears own... The offseason. And a lot of times we like, oh, they won the offseason. Look how bad they are. Yeah, tell that to Jacksonville right now. (laughs) And the Bears have the keys to the kingdom in a way I don't know that I can remember any team having, like, in my lifetime. But maybe if I went back far enough or something. Number one pick, nearly twice as much cap space as the next team. Amazing. The offseason goes through Chicago if Ryan Poles wants it to. They have the most free agency capital and the most draft capital. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This was a this is one of the great days potentially in the franchise's history Could if be. they do it right. Could be. I'm not saying it is yet. I'm I'm but I'm hoping in two years we're gonna look back and be like, remember episode ninety seven? We talked about <laughs> the Texans unbelievable win over the Colts to get the Bears the number one pick. Right? Like the, it has that kind of potential. It does. Yeah, and before oh. we get too far into the weeds on the pick, let's give a little love to the best Bears coach in my lifetime, who continues to be the best Bears coach currently. No, I'm just kidding. But Lovey <laughs> Smith, God bless it. It's so funny that it's a Lovey Smith team that gets a meaningless win to hurt their draft position. Mm-hmm. 
Isn't that just beautiful? This is the best thing Lovey's done for the Bears. Yeah, since the uh, 06 National uh, NFC Championship game. Yeah. <laughs> Lovey Smith. Build the statue. We're our old the friend difference. Max. We gotta have Max on this offseason. We do. Oh, it's gonna be fun to talk to him. Yep. Build the statue. Yeah. If uh, you aren't familiar with what I'm referencing, that's where Max had a tweet about the statues that should be built. He was talking about if the Texans end up getting the number two pick. He did this like two weeks ago, too. So it's kind of hilarious that it, it has come to fruition. I was as excited for the end of that Texans game as I have been any Bears game this year. I had more fun watching the end of that than I have since any game since the Patriots game. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was more fun just on a visceral level, right? The, the, the joy that I expressed. Oh, what a what a day. An, an, and, an amazing play, too, that Hail Mary pretty oh much, 14-20, through the defender's hands. Like, he was right there. Unbelievable. It's like the kind of thing, I know we're obviously going to get ahead of ourselves as fans, but, like, the Bears are never this lucky. I know, never. Have the football gods relented? Have our sacrifices and propitiations finally wafted up to their ears and to their nostrils? And are they finally, like, <laughs> smiling down on the Bears? Because that's an interception. Should be. Should have been. And they converted a fourth and 12 before that for, like, 30 yards. Wild. And then Lovey, the ultra-conservative Lovey Smith, if that term makes any sense, goes for a two. Yeah. Everyone's like, knows that's absolutely 100% the right call at the end of the year, your season like they had. At sure, sure. And they got it. They got it. Are and you... his future is up in the air, and it was I like know. he was <laughs> given two big fat middle fingers to the Texans <laughs> organization on the way out just in case. And I just couldn't love him more for it. I've always said Lovey got a raw deal. And like it, it's not a joke when I say he's the best Bears coach of, of my lifetime. It doesn't no, say a whole lot. Same. But well, um, I mean, it does like, hey, what about Ditka? No, I t I'll take Lovey over Ditka. I don't consider, I mean, I think Ditka's team's underachieved on the Oh, grand. my gosh, yes. And, and I was so young, it's just like not really part of my fandom yet. The but, 85 Bears were the youngest team in the league. They, they should have won, won more, more Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. they should have. Yeah. But anyway, it's a great day to be a Bears fan. We don't get to celebrate a lot lately. Um, so, yeah. I don't know how that's not the story and basically going to be the whole episode in one way, shape, or form. Can I get one thing out of the way real quick? You've been trying, sure. There's there's a lot of people saying already, oh, good, let's see how they're going to screw this up. You know what? Not now. Not today. It's not time not for today. that. We've got, what, two, three seasons before we would know that or not if they screw it up? Yeah, I, so you know, I mean, I, I can entertain that thought. What does screwing it up look like? Okay, you keep the pick and draft a bust. You trade Fields, draft a bust, and he's good somewhere else. That's the ultimate nightmare. I find that highly, highly unlikely. No, it's not happening on the, no. on the trade scenario to begin mm -hmm. with. You trade the pick, and you don't get quite as much as everyone thinks you should have. I mean, that's really not going to be the end of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you said, but but all that like bust is the key word in all this. Short of the stupidity of trading fields, which I don't consider a realistic possibility. No, it's not going to happen. I mean, you can't rule it out until the draft's over, just like technically, sure, but I don't sure. think it's going to happen. Uh, you won't know that the guy's a bust, yeah, like you said, for a couple years. Yeah, so I I just don't understand. Maybe it's a, a way of trying to protect themselves from being hurt down the road, but today's not the day for that. Yeah. This year's not the year for that. This is a day to be excited and an offseason to be thrilled at the possibilities and what could happen because they did this right, 
Brian That's right. Poles did this right. You did it. You crazy son of a bitch, you did. Put your coffee in your bear's thermos. Put your bear's argyle socks on. Different. Wear your orange and navy plaid to work tomorrow. Wait, no, that's all stuff I plan to do. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I admit that as the game was getting close and I'd text the group with all the, the buddies in there, but all the buddies. All I the was buddies. I was annoyed in just a moment of, of, man, we suck again. Another game, another season-ending game where the Bears have nothing to play for. And I was annoyed at the previous regime with that. Like, here we are again. No good. We never get the hires right. Hopefully we did this time. Just sick of the futility, right? The last 10 years, they're terrible except for 2018, mm-hmm. right? Just sick of it all, right? But the, but but this is different because they finally went all in with it. It wasn't just a Band-Aid and still bad, like signing Andy Dalton and then insisting on playing him, oh. like giving Nagy and Pace another year, right? It wasn't just short-term thinking they finally went all in on the idea of a complete tear down and rebuild and i've said this a hundred times on this pod this season we now starts the rebuild this right. was all just the tear down tear down correct correct uh, the biggest questions now are what's polls going to do with the pick is he a good talent evaluator good uh, uh good question i mean we don't know yet <laughs> we just don't not. know mm-hmm. like People are like, well, you know, he kind of put together a decent whatever. And it's like, man, I hope not. I hope he wasn't trying to put together a decent anything because all the signings pretty much stunk. Mm-hmm. And the draft is too hard to say right now, right? But it's right. not like, oh, my gosh, what a stud, right? There's not really this, like, amazing player in that draft. Brisker's probably the best, but I wouldn't say he had a great year. He had a good year. He had a good year. Yep. But he's – all I'm saying is polls is incomplete right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think whether he's a talent, good talent evaluator is what this whole thing hinges on. And there's no way with a straight face anybody can say they know the answer to right. that. What he's done so far is have a very strong vision and execute that plan. Perfect. Almost, almost to perfection. <laughs> I think you could quibble whether the Claypool deal is good. I liked that process, so I'm not going to slam it. But mm-hmm. I understand people who are like, dang, that's the 32nd pick. I'm going to get tired of hearing it. Yeah, yeah. But it's a fair point. But you got to remember the context there was at the time of that trade, weren't the Bears scheduled to pick 14th in the first round? Uh, off something the like England that. Win, yeah, 12th, like whatever that. it was, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. So you thought you were giving them a pick in the 40s. And yeah, Claypool stunk, essentially. Never could learn the playbook, then got hurt. And I, I think you just have to give it that a, just a big giant like mulligan and, yep. and see how he is next year. It's just another thing that's incomplete right now. Doesn't look like it's great, but you know, until the last couple of weeks, the Valus Jones pick Jones pick looked awful. Now it looks like a reach, mm-hmm. but you might have someone you can use in meaningful ways on the team out of it at least. Whereas before it was straight bust. Yeah, if he's your four or five receiver. Next year, I'm okay you, with that. You're probably okay with that. So, mm-hmm. like, my point is, uh, even the moves that I'm like, man, I don't know, you could still talk me into it's too early. So, I'm not concluding one way or another about pay, uh, about pull. It's so hard not to do that at least <laughs> once. Just say Ryan. My Why friend. couldn't they hire people with different names? Dang it. <gasps> Joe gotta, Poles, all right? going to make me no, edit I, you. <laughs> wow. No, I, I didn't swear. I, I fooled you um you suck chris dang it okay Uh, all right all right it doesn't matter anyway but you know that 
this is guy is 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 the big question now. Ryan Poles is the big question now. Mm-hmm. But he did have a clear vision, and they did execute it, and they were committed to it. And when he trades Quinn, and he trades Mac, and he trades Smith, stop. I always say this: don't even worry about what they say. Though I'll be tuning in tomorrow for the press yeah, conference because yeah. oh, this got is kind of this is all of a sudden interesting, yeah. right? But what they do, and when he traded all the defensive players that mattered in the front seven, anyway, mm-hmm. and let Hicks walk and all that, that told you what they were doing. Yep, the Bears' defense has been taken for two months. Yeah, it's so, been, been obvious if you've been paying attention. Absolutely. That's what we know about Pulse. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he's just as convicted about his QB being the guy as he was about the necessity of the teardown. I would not have torn down around a second-year quarterback. But at least, I've said this before too, at least when they did it, they did it right, and now they got the number one pick. Anything is better than a six or seven win bad team. Correct. Including the misery of a three-win team on a ten-game losing streak. Like I said, they're going to lose ten in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they did that. I'm going to mock myself for a second. I just I thought it was going to be impossible to lose that many games in a row. It's just the NFL has got know. so much parity. Yeah. But mm-hmm. by golly, they did it! Congratulations to Matt Eberflus <laughs> and his staff. <laughs> hey, do you want to revisit our uh, prediction preseason prediction for the Bears? You just want to get it over with? Yeah, let's get it over yeah, with. Yeah, okay. We're, right. we're just you, as dumb as 90% of the other people. You fared better than I did because you said they would finish 8 and 9. Wow, I went with 8? That is so stupid. <laughs> Lord, what did you do? Oh, just wait, my friend, if you think that was stupid. <laughs> I had 10 and 7, my friend. You <laughs> idiot! <laughs> Are you stupid or something? But to be fair, if they didn't get rid of uh, Roquan and you know maybe even Quinn, if they still had a functional defense, which they had when they beat the Patriots, and yeah, that's when they that's when polls kind of blew it up. Then was after the Patriots win, uh, and, and they didn't win since. But I had them beating. You'd think they'd beat the Lions, the Falcons, the Jets after all that, you know? I mean, all those games so. were winnable except for the Jets when Fields uh-huh. didn't play. Right. Um, I don't even Dak Prescott just threw another play. pick six, your favorite player. Dak! That's right, yeah, go Dak! So, they're playing. I mean, obviously, Philly's going to beat the Giants, but I just want to point this out to anyone who's like, yeah, Dallas doesn't have any reason to play. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. If Philly somehow lost, which they're not going to, Dallas would be the one seed. Yep, win the East and get the one seed. Yeah, yep. so Dak's still struggling. They had a rough last month. Anyway. Cow- Cowboys and Bears are like mere opposites. Like the, the Cowboys have everything but franchise quarterback, you know? I mean, he's he's. I put him in the good category and the you could win with him category, but you're not going to win because of, if you have to depend on Dak, that is not a good place to be. I mean, his numbers are always really good, but it, it's it's strange watching them because they're so talented and they have 12 wins, and yet him. you're like, I don't consider them a threat in the playoffs at all, nope. even though they're loaded. He's okay, got great anyway, players around him. Great players yeah. around him. They will help your stats. True. Or um, not, in Justin's case. So, Just in case. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to quit this podcast. No. Um so miserable season in some respects, many respects, most respects, but it, it's just this cannot be overstated or said too often. You come out of the season feeling good about your quarterback as a playmaker. He needs a f- little bit of work in the passing game. He needs help in the passing game. Mm-hmm. And you have the number one pick 
and you have all the cap space. Look, short of actually being contenders, this is a great outcome. Perfect. Perfect outcome. It could I mean, not have worked it, out better. I, I'm kind of stunned still that they actually end up with the number one pick. <laughs> like It's kind of like the whole Justin Fields, all these things had to happen thing for the Bears to draft him. Mm-hmm. All these things had to go a certain way for the Bears to get here. That crazy touchdown that the Texans got. And the two. St- the, the fourth down conversion oh, I, for it. Unbe- that was knew. an unbelievable finish. I knew they were going to get the two-point conversion. As soon as they scored the TD, I was like, yep. oh my gosh, it's happening. Yep. And I just the fact that the guy should too. intercept it. like All the stuff we already talked about, but it's like... You know why he didn't? Bears. George Hallis and Walter interfered, uh, my friend. Uh, it, the Bears are just due to be lucky a little bit, right? Like, <laughs> come on! It's like they got it all at once, <laughs> Like, can't we just now finally build a contender? I just want a contender year in and year out. This is the way to do it if it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it may not work out, but this is what you have to do to try to make it work. They're what not going to sit pretty for this to happen anytime soon, right? Like, if it doesn't happen now, it's going to be another forever to have it on a tee like this. Mm-hmm. Another thing we haven't talked about much at all that we've talked about, but not in the way I want to talk about it. Let me put it that way. The money matters the most Mm -hmm. for attracting, obviously for attracting free agents, but you can also now sell players on the fact that they're playing with Justin Fields because of how the players talk about him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to really make a big difference to Deron Payne, but it might matter to uh, DeAndre Hopkins if he got cut. Right. And so that that is better also than saying, no, we traded him and now we have a rookie. I'm just putting another arrow in the quiver for why it would be silly to trade him and draft right. a rookie. Yeah, it would make no sense. It w- it just wouldn't make any sense. The only way it makes any sense is if Poles wants to reset the clock. That's the only way it makes any sense. And I still don't like that because Justin's a better prospect than the guys in this draft. Correct. Yes. Look, if, if, if everything bottoms out again next year. And Fields doesn't take the steps in the passing game that I think he will. And you want to pick Caleb Williams? Okay, because that's okay. a heck of a QB prospect. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's a degrees different than the guys in this draft. Mm-hmm. But that, I don't think that's realistic either, because I think Fields will play better, and they'll have way too many wins, and I'm going to be a homer and pick him to win eight wins again, and blah, blah, blah. But this is a day to celebrate and as long as Poles is a good talent evaluator, I think we could look back at it as a landmark day for us in a couple of years. We could it could be that. Oh, that's so exciting to think about. I feel way better today than I did week 18 last year. Way better. Do you know the last time the Bears picked number one? Uh, yeah, the 40s, someone tweeted. Sometime 1947. In the 40s. Wow. That's and they funny. picked... Some be... running back from Oklahoma A&M who played for like one year. So let's do better than the pick <laughs> than that. Trade it back. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to trade it back. Trade it back. What about oh, this? Oh, the ideal scenario. Go ahead. I'll, 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 say, I'll save mine. You trade. What if Houston wants the number one pick after well, all? That's, that's perfect. Can you trade it to them and then trade the pick? Lovey promoted again? to GM. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! Former coach Lovey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you agree with that, right? Like, what if? Oh, you know, I trade down twice if I can trade down for the second, and I can trade down again. They can't not trade down at this point, unless they absolutely. I mean, they have to explore it, right? Like, it, you got to think. 
you got to think if a team falls in love with a QB, they'll want to leapfrog Houston. Mm-hmm. And you got to think Houston could be thinking the same way the Bears thought with the Trubisky trade. Yes, I brought it up. <laughs> but in reverse, oh. trade down with Houston, pick up a couple extra picks because it's only one slot. Then trade down again to like four or five. Mm-hmm. Get a couple firsts. Yep. Or a first and a couple seconds, whatever it ends up being. And you still have a, you still get Anderson or Carter. Yep. And a bunch of picks. It would be beautiful. Be amazing. Yeah. You know, after last weekend, I think Anderson jumped in front of Carter for me. Did yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there'll be more time on that. Of course, we said that last week. I but... know. It's just exciting to think about. It's like, I'm going to have these toys to play with. I want to like, play with it's not now. impossible for the Bears to trade down and still get Anderson. <laughs> Like that's pretty amazing. What like there's there are scenarios where they could get Anderson and maybe even uh what's his name from TCU, the wide receiver, Johnson. Quentin Johnson. Oh my it's, it's gonna be tough. The receivers are gonna be a tricky eval, I think, because none of them are like head and shoulders hmm. above. I, I want a big guy though. I want someone who's over six feet tall at wide receiver. That would be you know? probably well, Claypool's a big guy. I want another one. Okay, fair enough. And I have a young one, young, yeah. You know, is it like a 5'10, 5'11 receiver? I'm, yeah, we got enough fast. of those. Yeah. And speaking of five, I want, 10, a, I five, want a receiving core where Darnell Mooney is just killing you in the slot. Yes. Not correct. because I think he's a number three, but because I think he's perfect for slot. And slots are sometimes the main targets in an offense. Mm-hmm. It's not shade at Mooney. I just want it to be. The pecking order is correct, even though I think he'll have more targets than, say, Claypool would out wide. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, there's going to be a billion permutations <laughs> of this, and everybody's going to be doing their mocks. You've been doing mocks. <laughs> I did a couple, sent them to you. A couple. Well, they did like 12. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, look, the Bears can get uh, the entire Seahawks draft for the number two pick, according to some of those generators. I don't think that's a realistic possibility. It's going to be fascinating to see what teams like the Lions and the Seahawks do at quarterback. I could see the Seahawks wanting a QB because Geno Smith started strong, but... uh... Yeah, I think that's fair. I could also see them falling in love with the defender based on their coach. Yeah, but the Lions... I don't. Jared Goff had an amazing year. I broke that down last time. But, I could see uh, them waiting a year or two with how he. I think if I'm the Lions, I'm like, uh, uh, guys, we can win this division next year. We don't need a QB yeah. right now. And we'll all but they may it. also not be picking this high ever again. True. How many years do they have the Rams pick? One more? Yeah, I think so. After well, maybe you get your QB next year then. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Rams I don't know. I mean, obviously, bad. we want more QB teams the merrier mm-hmm. but i mean look at the look at these teams right now right i mean how many teams in the top 10 in the draft have their qb uh maybe three two or three if you say the bears do which we yes, obviously say and the lions i would and argue. then i'm gonna i'm gonna tentatively say the lions do mm-hmm. okay and then and then, uh, uh, is any of the rest of these teams have it? All right. So Bears, yes. Texans obviously need a QB. Okay. So how are we gonna? How do, how do I want to phrase this? Duh, uh, the the team needs a QB. Okay. 
Bears. No. Texans. Yes. Seahawks. Yes, I say yes. Okay. Seahawks are tricky, right? We all know that they're the trickiest one. Um, Arizona. Oh yeah, I think so. I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in the small quarterback. I think Drew Brees is the exception. But they just paid him. I so know. Stuck with him. I know. But hey, we know you're in a little jam there, Arizona. What, what do you think about uh, throwing us DeAndre Hopkins, and we'll give you, you know, a higher second round pick or something? Okay. Or a third. Colts. Oh yes. <laughs> Lions again. We say no. Uh-huh. Raiders. I would Duh, say no. They just ticked off their starter. Right. They, about two weeks ago, you would have said no. They shouldn't and now be it's a yes. This is the second time Josh McDaniels has done that. <laughs> Falcons. Yes. Don't believe in Desmond Ritter? Mm, not yet. <laughs> That's eight. Nine is Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's that much change in this based on these last couple games, by the way. I think if Denver pulled off the upset, they, you know, Arizona would jump Seattle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Philly, obviously. No, nope. that's the top 10. But I want to keep going. Okay. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Okay. Houston again. Still, yes. Unless can they I pick. Just, can I just get that pick and the two and I won't ask them for any of the middle rounder picks? Just give me those two. Two and eleven for one, and I'll throw in a third or something. I don't know how you, whatever the draft number thing is. Brandon Cooks, two eleven and Brandon Cooks for the number one, or it's twelve, but sure. Oh, twelve. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, thirteen is the Jets. Uh, looks like it. <laughs> Fourteen is Washington. Yep. I don't know if this is accurate at this point. I'm going to, you know, it, it'll all be. I mean, this is published January eighth when I'm reading it off of. So like. It's it's accurate through the noon games, right? Mm-hmm. But New England is 15. Then Green Bay, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Seattle. I mean, all of those teams, besides Detroit and probably Green Bay, but a bunch of those teams could use a QB still. Tampa might. Don't know what. That's what I'm saying. He's not. Gonna, oh, I don't think he's coming back to them. If he retires, fine. But I bet he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. And then you get Jacksonville, Baltimore. The Giants are interesting, and that's too late to care. I mean, I'm not moving that far down. Not with the holes in this Bears roster. So, like, the point of this little exercise is, there's a couple teams that have multiple picks, either this draft or next that you you got to think is a real temptation to pulls mm-hmm. yep and another if you draft a quarterback you still have all those holes around it you're going to get this new quarterback killed it well, just that's the other reason no it doesn't make sense. any sense bryce no young sense. bryce young is better for sure than justin fields at two things he has an unbelievably quick release okay it's it's a beautiful release. It's snap throw. I mean, Justin just doesn't have that, period. Okay. And I think he probably makes quicker decisions. But okay. I do think Fields can improve that. He's 5'11 and 50 pounds lighter than Fields. He's the Bears will get him killed. He's 5'11 in cleats. There's no- <laughs> you have to get, he has to go to a team that already has the line. Yeah. And I think he could be really good at that point. But that's not the Bears. Nope. Mm-mm. So 
I don't. There's just a ton of scenarios where I don't think it makes sense to draft a QB. He's the only one that I could possibly maybe see pulls in. Yeah, I want to see that guy. Not Stroud. Stroud's just a that. lesser version of Fields. Right. And Will really Levis. great guy, good leader. I know the teammates love him. Productive, but Fields had a better college career, and he's way more explosive as a runner. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they both played with the loaded wide receivers at Ohio State. I mean, they're practically – he's just Fields light. And I have no worries about Will Levis or the guy from uh, Florida. Sure. What's his name? Uh, oh, my gosh. Have... If they trade Fields to draft Richardson. <laughs> Richardson, yes. Uh, that's, that's not gonna everybody happen. loves him because of the size and the cannon mm-hmm. arm. He's the rawest QB prospect in forever. But but from a I trade guess since Josh Allen. But from a trade perspective, you could see a team wanting to move up higher too. Like if the Bears did trade down for a, a pick in the middle of the first, maybe the late first, I could see a team wanting yeah. to I mean there's a there's a like a a point where you're like, no, stay and get a stud too. They just need so many things, so many players. Yeah, but I think I cut it off at, like, top. I want to trade down once or twice and still somehow be top eight-ish. I don't want to go all the way to, like, 23 or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If they trade... I mean, the idea of your, your stud at QB is there and you get a stud on the D-line plus some more draft capital, that's that's nice. If they picked Will Anderson with the first overall pick i think i understand that i wouldn't i'd like having him but i don't know i think he's the only guy that i could rush i'd have say, serious okay, questions okay. about why they didn't end up having trading a trade materializing yeah. yeah yeah all that i'm 99.9 percent confident they're trading that pick yeah so am i and don't get it twisted either like like i don't think these qbs are as good as next year's crop or as good as the Lawrence Fields class, which is what it should have been. Mm-hmm. So, but I still think three of them are going in the top five. Yes, four like, in the top ten. I'd say. So yep. if you if you trade down and you end up at four or five, you could still have Carter or Anderson. Oh my goodness! And a ton of picks. <laughs> yep. So, but I'll be watching Carter quite quite closely tomorrow. Of That's course. right. That's right. Um, now, I really want to see how much he's just on the field. Hmm. Because it's like, man, I don't know if I want to – I mean, if I'm getting Aaron Donald and he's on there every snap, absolutely I'll pick him. But if I'm getting a guy who's situational, that's that's a little different. Yeah, and, and so – Why are they not playing him more? And I, These are these are going to really haunt him in the draft process. Yep, yep. These questions are going to come up. And I'm not saying it's a character thing. I wonder if George is just deep enough they're just keeping everybody fresh or if it's a conditioning or just that – they find he's better in smaller doses so he can be explosive every play. Great, well, whatever. I don't know if I make that a top two pick. And if it is a conditioning thing, he's going to a 17 game season next year. Yep. That's an that's really an issue. Yep. For sure. And Will Anderson is just so productive. He's it's so, crazy. He's like so I know fat. he's light for a four three end, but I think that's another of those things that's just it's kind of like the pocket passer thing. Like yeah, but the league's changed. Mm-hmm. Kevon Thibodeau has, what, four or five sacks for the Giants, but he's made a bunch of impact plays, too. He's very small for an end as well, I think. Mm. I, I know he's not like this Miles Garrett gigantic defensive end. So there's this is kind of like another thing where I think the league is, is transitioning a little bit. You don't have to be a huge guy to be a good defensive end. Walker was picked first last year. He's certainly not a huge guy. Gotta be quick. Quick and Hutchinson's not that big. 
I think he's like six four, right? Is he? Oh. He doesn't look like I'm gonna, a I'm gonna, massive. I'm, I'm checking this now because I'm curious okay. about Trayvon Walker. Okay. Oh, he's bigger than I thought. Six five, two seventy six. Okay. That's definitely bigger than I was thinking. What about Hutchinson? Can you see what uh yeah what he is while you're looking that up? Boy, I'll I tell you see... what he is, a marvelous at setting the edge. Yes, he is. He's six it's... seven, two sixty five. Oh my gosh. I was way off. <laughs> oh Whoa, cow. Samsonite, I was way off. Mm, mm. Just to kind of flesh out the point, Anderson's six four, two forty three. So height is ideal. He is a little light. But it doesn't seem to affect anything. So that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like, does it still matter or is it just doesn't matter because so his technique's quick. so good and he's quick? Yep, yep. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to beef him up a little in the NFL and he's only yeah. 21 or whatever. So, like, he's going to gain a little bit of muscle in general, right? Yeah, he's 21. I, I If you get the chance, he's got to be the guy as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. trade down first. Man, that would be perfect. Yeah, I'd hate to see him with uh, the Lions. Hutchinson and, if, and Anderson, oh my gosh. And if yeah, exactly. That's if the trade down goes team. a little further, then pick Skaronsky and yeah. like his arms are too short. We're talking like two thirds of an inch shorter than the NFL ideal. Does that really matter? <laughs> and even so, everyone says his technique is like perfect mm-hmm. and he's phenomenal. He plays great against top level competition. If he can't be a tackle, he'll be a killer guard. But I'm talking like cause you are at six or something at this mm-hmm. in this scenario. Yep. I think it's too early to pick one of the wide receivers. He played at Northwestern. Yeah. You know, he's got the pedigree too. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a lot of ways this can play out that are good scenarios for the bears, but guys, we won the day here. Yes. This yes. couldn't have gone any better. I'm excited about the possibility. Um, I'm curious to see what polls says. If he talks about how he's going to consider every position, don't listen. If he praises Justin Fields, do listen. And that's not biased at all. Uh, (laughs) I am curious. I hope they ask him directly about that. Yeah, he'll give a wishy-washy answer. Probably. But I will say these guys are more interesting with the media than the last pairing. Well, they actually talk. Yeah, they give you a little bit. Uh Did you hear Eberflus, by the way, where he's like, I didn't know we were going for the number one pick. No, I did not hear that. I love it. Yeah, and Ron Rivera didn't know the playoffs were on the line. Mm -hmm. I'm so coachy coacher. I'm just coaching over here (laughs) for this play right here. I don't buy that. I mean, not at all. (laughs) I'm glad he said it because you don't want the league getting antsy about your uh, end of the season there. Right. So, um, what else? I don't know. I mean, there's going to be so much time for the offseason stuff. We're going to talk about this for months. Gosh, we got to wait till the end of April for the draft and what mid March for this free agency. Mm-hmm. That's right. We'll find stuff to talk about, but I don't want to. How much can free agency impact your draft thoughts? Uh, it depends on if they can get someone like uh, um, the guy from Washington that you like. Oh, Deron Payne. Yeah, Payne. Yeah, that's a great name for a tech. It is. Durant I think I, I legit <laughs> think that's the only position where it could make that much of an impact. Mm-hmm. Say they sign a nice edge rusher in Gawkway or somebody who's like a really good third down edge rusher, but not really a run stuffer type. Yeah, you still need another one. You know, like yep. Yep. I'll still say, well, you still should get Anderson then. Yeah, in general, I think they're going to buy. Draft, if you sign Payne, I don't know that you would draft Carter, but if you pair them together, that'd be pretty fun too. Yeah, so I think it's it's hard to think with this many holes that free agency could say, oh, take that need off the board. No, they have too many. 
Yeah. There's way too many. Although I do think in general, I think they're going to buy defense and draft offense. In general, I think that's what you're going to see. I hope so, because the defensive free agency looks a lot better. There are a couple tackles, though. Unless you can trade for one of the, uh, like a DeAndre well, Hopkins. And, or a... and who knows, with some of these older receivers. And by the way, the only reason I keep bringing Hopkins up is because Arizona's situation is such a right. mess. Right, exactly, yeah. And if Brady leaves the Bucks, is Evans one. You know, like there's some guys that might come free that you're like, oh, hey, looky there. That's a nice fit for the Bears for like a year or two. That's Evans. You He's still don't have yeah. the long-term answer there. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hurt this offense to have a little bit of veteran experience, though, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, for sure. Cooks would be another one that I'd be interested in if he hits the market. Mm-hmm. He did sit out for a while. He was pretty ticked at them at one point. So some positions are impossible to predict right now is my point. I always advocate for going into the draft without glaring needs. I just don't see how that's possible. It's for this not, team. not with this team where they are. Nope. But Although, but after that first round pick, I want you to load up and get young on offense. I want a center. I want another receiver in the first few rounds. Um, I probably would pick guard or tackle depending on free agency somewhere in the top four rounds too. Yep. But that first pick needs to just be a stud. And that's in this draft where they're picking. <laughs> definitely a defensive player if they keep it. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. The Bears are on the clock. All right, shall we uh, leave it at that and go cheer for the Lions tonight? Is that the plan? Yeah, we, we're rooting for the Rams to win over the Seahawks so the mm-hmm. fighting Dan Campbells have even more reason to play. That's right. Plus, who thinks the Seahawks are more fun in the playoffs than the Lions? No way. Give me the Lions. Come on. Even if That'll the, be hilarious. Even if the Seahawks win, the Lions will want to spoil the They'll Packers. still want to spoil it, but I yeah. want the Lions I to do too. In. I do, too. That would be fun. That'd Can be I great. say one other thing that relates to today that I forgot? Mm-hmm. I still think Minnesota is one of the crappier 13-win teams <laughs> I've ever <laughs> seen. They're one and done. They pulled everybody. <laughs> I'm not talking about this week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just in general. And, and another thing for optimism. This is important. It's going to get mentioned more. The Bears were one in seven in close games. Have that regress to the mean, and it is a different season. Mm-hmm. So there's there's hope. There really is. Poles knew what he was doing when he traded Roquan and uh, uh, Quinn after that Patriots game. Quinn, by the way, basically doesn't play for the Eagles. No, he doesn't. No. Anyway. So okay. All right, we will talk to you more uh, this week or next about the Bears and uh, other stuff in the uh, postseason to look at. Oh, it's going to be a fun offseason. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next time on the Barely Educated Podcast. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. You did it. You crazy son of a bitch. You did it. It happened. It happened. I called the bears.